8.45, it is the morning flavor on Metro and we're getting into personal mastery on this Monday. So, end of year fatigue. We hear about this all the time. Oh, it must be the end of year fatigue. Oh, I'm feeling so tired. Oh, the year has gone by and I just cannot wait for it to end. But what is the, the root cause of all of this? And why should we feel this way at the end of the year? Surely, the fact that the year is ending or we are going into a festive time of it should be bringing some sort of excitement to our lives. But it turns out that not always. Joining us on the line to unpack all of this is Dr. Tepiso Matenji, psychologist, life coach, and personal change catalyst. Good morning, Doc. Good morning, family. How are you guys? Oh, we are good. We are very good. Thank you very much. The year is wrapping up, Doc. Um, let's first of all try and understand in a, in a couple of lines what end-of-year fatigue actually is. Well, it is that sense of, yes, the, the year is ending, especially given this year with COVID and all the changes that it has had on our system. You find that mentally, physically, and emotionally, everything is just a drag. You might be feeling depleted even if you take rest or you take time off. You find that the weekend is no longer enough to rejuvenate you. Sleep during the night is no longer enough to make you feel like you are rested. Even if you do wake up, you find that you get tired very quickly. So you've rested, you've taken maybe a, a long weekend, but somehow by Tuesday you're back again tired. You also find that you are taking longer and longer time to finish things that are supposed to be very simple for you, things that you know like the back of your hands. But the simple tasks are taking longer to finish. We also see emotional fatigue in terms of people feeling demotivated. They don't care anymore. They're not bothered. They just feel like they are just drained and they don't everything else that is requiring them to give a bit extra more they just don't have it within themselves to do it and i think it's important to put out there that that is healthy that is normal what you're going through doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you unless if when we go through the strategies of how to deal with it you find that no matter what we're trying to do to alleviate it you are not coping. Then in that situation, you need to be mm. able to consult with a medical doctor for them to do a proper physical that will check everything. But that sense of end-of-year end fatigue, it is also that part that is making you feel like you cannot go further. You wish the end of the year would end now, you would support now, you would not just speak to people now, you just want to call in and just withdraw because you don't have anything more to give. Now, one of the other things, Doc, is the type of year you've had. I mean... Does that contribute? For instance, if I had a great year, you know, um, does it have any bearing on whether or not I would have this sense of fatigue or, you know, all these other sort of symptoms and signs that you've explained? Yeah, absolutely. Whether you've had a bad year, but most of us would notice when we've had a bad year, when we've had a lot of challenges and a lot of strife, that yes, I am exhausted. But there are also people who are like adrenaline junkies. They won't even notice that they are depleted, that they are not even resting, they're pushing themselves too far because they just keep doing more and more and more. Like they are that already battery that you that that mouse on the little uh, spin wheel that you're not even resting. And even if you do, you're realizing that you're making mistakes. You're struggling to concentrate. You're struggling to give it as much as you need to or when you are sleeping, you're sleeping less and less hours. 
So sometimes it does not even you don't even recognize that people are not even aware that they are getting slower and sluggish over time because everything is going so well. And because everything is going so well, you feel that sense of pressure to keep it up and to keep moving on and reinventing yourself. When in fact you can see that the quality of your output is actually reducing over time. So pay attention so that you don't you realize that even as you are doing well and the year has been good, you are not letting that feed into that adrenaline rush, uh, pushing it continuously, keep going at a high pace because you do need to slow down. You do need to be able to... Uh, control the level of pace and intensity. You can't just keep going at, at full throttle throughout. Mm. All right, we're going to pause there for now. We'll take a quick break. Dr. Tsepisoma Denji joins us on the line. We're talking about end-of-year fatigue. Is that how you are feeling right now? I mean, do you feel tired? Do you feel like you've had enough for the year that you already want 2020 to end? You cannot wait for 2021. And what could possibly be some of the reasons? What have been some of your experiences this year that perhaps have made you feel that way? You can tweet us, hashtag the morning flavor, and share your story. Metro Bridge is coming up just after nine. So we continue with Dr. Tsepiso Matenji on personal mastery. We're talking about end of year fatigue. One of the other things, Doc, is uh, these expectations that have been put on us. Let's say, for instance, you're working or you are employed somewhere. And your employer wants you to give that last burst before the end of the year because things need to be done and there's a lot of pressure and all of that. I mean, surely that must also be contributing to this feeling of being overwhelmed at this time of the year. Absolutely. Um, whatever additional pressures, it might be at work, it might be at home, it might be the knowledge that it's been a bad year and it's going to get worse if you do not, um, if you slow down, if you do not push harder for the last uh, part of the year, that would add even significant pressure on you. And it becomes important that we look at your self-care strategies. And what we want to share with people today is that firstly, be that kind of person who's so aware of themselves and matches themselves to the level where you know how to exercise self-compassion. You expecting that other people will have compassion for you and they'll be gentle with you. You're asking too much, especially when everybody else is experiencing pressure or you're in a work situation. So learn how to exercise self-compassion. That might mean giving yourself a break, recognizing that you literally just need to sleep and say no to the next appointment. You stop promising people things that you know you're not within, it's not within your capacity to be able to provide. Or also just being able to recognize that this sense of feeling fatigue has been going on for weeks and you are not really uh, able to recover after taking a break, after taking a run, after having a glass of wine or sleeping. You are aware that it's actually going even further and there's other symptoms associated with your fatigue, like headaches, like being restless, like being irritable, losing concentration. Then you are recognizing that the period in which you're supposed to be recovering is getting worse. So part of having self-compassion is recognizing that I need to see a doctor. I am not okay and I need to ask a doctor to prescribe Secondly, you need to also think about the fact that fatigue can also affect you emotionally. So even if people are not validating and acknowledging acknowledging you, it's important to have that practice of gratitude uh, recognizance where you take a day at the end of the day, at the end of the week, you're able to reflect on the things you're grateful for. It's incredible how when you look at how far you've come, what you have achieved, mm. how 2020 mm. is different to where you were last year, 2019, and mm. how in November where you were compared to June, uh, whether it's in your relationship, in your personal life, at work, with your relationship, with your siblings, with your parents, with your children, that kind of level of gratitude, whether in terms of your exercise regime, when you are grateful for the little victories that you've had in your life, it becomes important to boost your energy. Thirdly, 
find ways mm. that enable you to release endorphins back into your system that energize you, like exercise, gardening, hiking, whatever it is that might make you feel like you are actually dealing with the fact that your energy gets low. Things like laughter. I know we're no longer going to comedy shows because of uh, the lockdown, but find that crazy friend of yours who's able to make you laugh no matter what. They will love seeing Enjoy a favorite dish. Go for a massage. Be able to take time out. Enjoy that spicy dish because all of those things will help boost your endorphins levels. And then finally, reduce your, exp- your, 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 your dependence on stimulants and alcohol. Part of what we know about when you're getting depleted is that your consumption of alcohol, of headache mm. pills, your consumption of codeine, of sleeping pills goes higher. You become more mm. dependent on other variables to just help you relax and calm down. But that's part of mm. the problem because you might even be missing the fact that there's an underlying medical problem behind it. So instead of relying on coffee and other stimulants or on increasing your, your, your alcohol consumption, go and speak to your doctor. Find out what else might be happening behind the fact fatigue. You might find that maybe you've got um, iron deficiency, that you're not taking enough uh, iron-rich food. Mm. You might also find that you're struggling with low or high blood pressure or diabetes for that matter. So go and get your medical so that you're able to get to the root of the problem and not just say, ah, it's just end of year fatigue, I'll be okay next year. Mm, absolutely. I mean, so many doc, uh, comments coming in, Doc, as we wrap here. Uh, we have one from uh, your Grinity Shabang, who's saying, I, I feel so tired I'm lazy to do anything. Everything has been rough. I've been working night shifts since May. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm going to crash at some point. So this conversation is pretty much dedicated to uh, people like her who, you know, work-wise have been under a lot of strain. Doc, thank you so much for your time. And uh, this was a very important conversation to have just to put things into perspective um, and also to be very, very mindful of how we're feeling at all times. Absolutely. And I wish uh, all the listeners out there a very healthy week ahead. And then do pay attention. Use that uh, self-awareness and that time to meditate so that you are mindful of who you are emotionally, mentally, and physically. And listen to your body. And then go ahead and get the help that you need. All right. Dr. Tabiso Matenji, ever so eloquent, putting it and laying it down for us on Personal Mastery. She's back again next week. We're out of here. Thank you very much for tuning in. The Bridge is coming up next. Tonight, I'm back on Trending SA. So do tune in at 6 p.m. on SABC3. We'll be looking at a couple of things that have been trending throughout the day and who's been making news for what reason. From us, it's a good morning, a good day. Good day and good vibes.